Welcome to the No Nonsense Podcast. This is Reagan. This is Ken's. You still kind of sound like you're <laughs> dying a little bit. Your voice is like... It is. I feel better, but I don't sound better. It's kind of cute. Like, I feel like if DJ were here, he'd think you were really hot. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have heard him say he likes raspy voices, but I don't know if it's that cute. Well, anyway... Okay. Now I feel uncomfortable. I do too. I don't know why I said that. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, Ken's how's it going? <laughs> uh, it is going. Life is happening. Our intro today expresses uh, how we're both feeling. Today. Yeah. Life has been a lot. Some weeks will go by and I'm like, okay, I'm kind of like bored this week. Work at a good pace I'm like I'm doing okay and then out of nowhere a week will just like slap me in the face and be mm-hmm. like here's and that's this a week. pile of shit all at once yeah sorry but yeah <laughs> that's this week so yeah but it's okay you work for a film festival and that the film festival is happening next weekend so it's like crunch time yes I have multiple jobs so I'm having to do my normal, like, jobs, but then the film festival event, like, weekend itself is coming up next week, so it is, like, crunch time, so I'm having to work my other job while also having crunch time for the film festival, so it's just, like, chaos. we're going to a wedding this weekend in Colorado. traveling out of state this weekend. Which will be fun, but... It's, it's just like, like in the middle of... It's a crazy time. Yeah. So there's a lot happening. I feel a little stressed, but it's okay. Mm-hmm. We're managing. We are. How are you? I am good. <laughs> You're good. You've had um, a few little freak out moments this week. Yes. I have, which I guess that's what we're going to talk about today. We both have had like... We both struggle with anxiety. And I don't <laughs> know why, like, I hate saying that because I feel like everybody says it. Everyone says it, which I and mean. And I'm like, not, it's not an excuse at all. I feel like a lot of the time it's an excuse. No, I think, okay, I think we live in a culture where our generation, like, it makes sense to me why mm-hmm. it seems like everyone in our generation has anxiety. And yeah. I think that's legit. I just think sometimes, like, I feel it. I will go on YouTube and watch YouTubers, and one person is talking about why they're anxious that day. And then the next YouTube video, it's talking about, like, the type of anxiety and then they Instagram have. Instagram is, like, every every story I see is about, like, mental health awareness and, like, Which anxiety, is great. Which... I think I'm just so used to it that I don't want to be just another no. person talking I about anxiety. I get sick of, I mean, I support people in it, but like I get sick of hearing about it. So then I don't want to just like talk about it because I it's know just, everybody talks about it. And that's one thing like I'm grateful because I feel like there is a large acceptance. Oh of, yeah. People are more aware of it. There's more empathy it. for people who struggle with anxiety, depression or whatever mental health. Mm-hmm. situation they have but at the same time I feel like it's a bit of a trend 
I'm going to say it. That's how I feel. <laughs> no, I mean, you're being Don't honest. Don't come for me, but I mean, I experience it and I'm saying I think it's a trend. So yeah. if you're sick of hearing about it, don't leave. <laughs> we, I, we're going to just talk about... I, the one thing I feel like I get annoyed at is I hear so many people say I'm anxious and that's what's going on. I don't feel like I hear people working through it and talking about the things that they've overcome. I feel like it's more just like, I'm anxious, my life's a mess. Or just like, this is how I cope. And this is how I survive until the next time I'm anxious. Instead of trying to figure out, okay, what can I do to actually like substantially get better at anxiety? Mm -hmm. Which like, (laughs) it sounds like when mom and dad hear this episode, they're going to laugh their head off because... Like, I don't want them to listen. (laughs) Also like... Having, like, two daughters, we alternate our anxiety. So, like, one week it'll be me. I'm, like, freaking out, anxious. Mom and dad are, like, helping me through it and, Uh like, giving me their parenting talks and advice. And then we calm down for two days. And then you will have your week of, like, freaking out. And, I and feel it's like just like this though, cycle of like... This week we're overlapping. <laughs> this week, both of us are struggling at the same time. So, so shout out to mom and dad for loving yeah. us and, and being patient. And please don't make fun of us when you listen to this. Yeah. Um, but here we are. We Going into this podcast, we were like, let's keep it short. But now we're talking about... We were like, we're going to talk for 10 minutes. <laughs> and that's going to be it this week. But, but... we're talking... Okay, so... Let's just get into so, it. So, Reagan. Yes. What are you anxious about this week? Okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. There's so, no judgment on No Nonsense Podcast. I'm not going to get super detailed because I don't want people to mock me. So, I'm going to just. And we don't level. want you to go into an no, anxiety. No, I'm feeling like so great right now. Um, I struggle with not just feeling anxious, but overthinking. And obsessing, like severely obsessing over what I'm anxious about. Mm-hmm. So I don't just feel stressed. I, if something triggers me to feel anxious, it's about a week long spiral of <laughs> obsessive research on that topic. Obsessive, yeah. like panic of what I'm scared of is real. Mm-hmm. I think I, I'm, that's like literally OCD. <laughs> Yeah, you might as well. I'm trying to avoid saying that because I like am. I don't want to just label. I'm just call it what it is. I I struggle with OCD, and I I don't care if my forks are straight in the cabinet. Like who? I (laughs) struggle with like thoughts and obsessing over that. Mm -hmm. And this week has been about my health. I feel so uncomfortable talking about this. I normally don't, but you don't have to like go into detail either if you don't want to. This is a safe. A safe space. You can well, talk I've been about whatever. Freaked out about my health, and this happens to me probably once a month. Um, and I came home from visiting DJ last week, so I was already feeling sad. And then I was kind of stressed about my health, and then work was a bit stressful. So and just like it's gotten cold and it's been gloomy this week, which I know really affects, affects me. Yeah. So I'm sure that plays into it also. It can just yes. get your whole mood down and not in a good headspace to begin with. Yeah. So I 
this week have just been like in a bad headspace and I can't like sitting here now I can consciously say I think I'm overreacting but when I'm stuck in it it's like seems so real to me and yeah which I I experience that too I know exactly how that is I yeah it's like when you're in it 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 feels so real so the thought of the thing that you're anxious about not actually being true Mm -hmm. seems impossible but then Mm -hmm. like a week later when you're not struggling with it it's like oh my gosh why was I and I'm like sitting here thinking like dude you should have been chill like it's not that big of a deal I mean yeah but But, like I also feel for myself too because I'm like what I'm worried about is also a valid thing right and that also is anxiety so it's not like you're crazy like, you shouldn't look back and think, oh, I was being crazy. Like, what is wrong with me mm. for thinking about that? Because that is what anxiety is. And we all, I think, feel that. Like, it feels yeah. so real in the moment. But, um, yeah, I think we can all relate to that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, what... When you say that you feel like when people talk about anxiety, all they talk about is just, like, how to get through it. You never hear, like, how people are actually working through it to be better. Mm-hmm. What what do you do? Like, what does that look like for you? Like, what's the, what's the difference and what are some ways you're trying to create, not just cope, but create a healthy pattern mm-hmm. so maybe you are getting better each time at handling your anxiety not mm-hmm. just surviving um I feel like in the moment I'm really not good at coping with it I kind of just and I'm a verbal processor so I know like you internalize anything that you're anxious about and we can tell that you're anxious but you like if you're stressed mm-hmm. or anything if you're feeling sad happy we don't know We don't know your feelings. (laughs) You internalize it all. I'm the opposite where I have to tell you you every thought. I'm thinking... Word vomit all over us. Yes. And my poor mother. Like, today I was saying goodbye to her to come here. Just to, Um, like, hang out and have a girls' night. (laughs) Yeah. And I was like, Mom, I don't want to leave you. I'm pretty sure she was like, you're leaving. (laughs) I'm very clingy when I feel anxious. And so I drive the people around me crazy because... I think it's healthy to express what you're feeling where um, I feel like people just do their coping mechanisms. Can't say that word. (laughs) (laughs) And to just get through this one day of feeling this way, I think talking about it with people maybe don't like I probably shouldn't just load it on mom. (laughs) Um, and yeah. I know DJ is also someone I load my feelings on, but um, I, growing up, dad would always tell me, because um, anxiety has run our family, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure with every child born, it's gotten worse and worse. 
So oh, here we are. I think so um, shout out to our grandparents, grandparents and parents, parents and, and everyone in our bloodline. Yes. Anyways, my dad grew up experiencing anxiety, and as a kid, I feel like I didn't really believe him when he would say this, but he would tell me out of his own experience. That I need to retrain my brain because my brain's in a cycle of allowing the anxious thoughts, negative thoughts, stressful thoughts, sad thoughts, lies Mm -hmm. is what I like to summarize them as. And I'm in a pattern of letting those in and letting those be at the forefront of my mind. And so he would tell me you need to retrain your brain to think of truths and replace every lie that you think of with a truth. Mm-hmm. And as a kid, I would hear him say this. And I was like, Dad, that sounds so easy. Like, you're just saying that because yeah. you like, are my parent and that's easy for you to say. Mm-hmm. But I, I think a couple years ago, I got so desperate of just feeling like stuck in my head all the time. And it was mm-hmm. just wearing me down. That I started actually trying this. And here we are. And I'm like, wow, he was right. Like, shocker, it worked. <laughs> yes. I'm like, what the heck? And it's taking me a while to get the hang of it. And I'm sitting here telling you I've had a really anxious week. So mm-hmm. obviously, I still need to like practice it. But I will, when I'm consciously like trying to get myself out of it. Mm-hmm. I will step back and think, okay, I'm worried about my health, mm-hmm. which is valid. Mm-hmm. Like I have been like for some detail of why I think it's valid. I've been having, like you have reasons of why you're kind of like nervous about your health. Right. right. Now, like I which... don't think it's as severe as I'm making it seem. Right. But I will think like I haven't even been to the doctor. Mm-hmm. I have had really good blood tests in the last year. Mm-hmm. I have a supportive family. Like I just run through my brain of all these things. That are true. That are true. And then I've gotten out of the habit of this, which is probably why I've been struggling. Um, but I will go to bed and I will journal what... Um, Good things that happened to me that day. So whether it was Ken's and I got to hang out today and it was Mm -hmm. super fun or productive, whatever the heck. Mm -hmm. Work was good today. Like I'll write down three things that were really good. That's so cool because I actually just made a list of good things. Is that what I saw? (laughs) Yesterday. Yeah. And I hung it on my door, like the door that I pass on my way out of the house. So I see Mm -hmm. it like... Every day. And I just made it last night. That's funny. That's really funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'll do that to kind of retrain my brain. And then below that, I'll make a list of three things that I know are true. Which mm. is typically like, DJ loves me. We have a good relationship. Mm-hmm. Which my relationships is like number one for mm-hmm. me in life. Um, number two... Like, I see that I'm supposed to be at work. Like, I know that's where I'm supposed to be right now. Mm -hmm. Those are examples where I just 
write down or like my blood tests i've had good blood results recently yeah or whatever <laughs> sounds silly <laughs> no sounds but silly to say but like things like that and then that is me trying to retrain my brain and, and after enough times of shifting your focus to those true things mm-hmm. eventually like what's supposed to happen is the truth will be your default instead of the lies that are in your head. head. Yeah. Yeah. And I've started this year to see that happening. And this is like another, this is an extra step just because I have faith and praying as a part of my life. Mm -hmm. I will pray over those things and ask God to show me peace over them. And that's like Mm -hmm. another thing that I do. Yeah. And I feel like just when I'm anxious, stepping back, even if I don't feel like it's going to work, stepping back and just practicing that like every night and then the mm-hmm. whole next day I just run through that in my mind. Yeah. I feel like it brings me some peace or I can get out of the jump to the worst case scenario mm-hmm. mindset. And yeah. So... That's what I do. And I try and surround myself. Another thing, I forget who I heard speak about this. It was maybe dad. It was maybe another message I heard at a different, like maybe North Point Church. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure where I heard it. (laughs) Sorry, I can't give credit. But I heard somebody speak about um, when you are struggling or feeling anxious or depressed or whatever it is or your life is up in shambles, if you work on loving people well, that that will ground you mm-hmm. where you refocus the energy that you're spending on. Like you can't control the situation. I mean, sometimes you can't, but like if you can't, you can't control it. Mm-hmm. Focusing on like, I'm going into work today. I'm going to love my coworkers. And cause that's something you can choose. That's something you have control over. Yeah. And I think, yeah, I think, that's why we feel anxious is we feel all of a sudden so out of control and then our brain just like spirals into trying to hold on to something that we can control, which is why then we like, I think it's like a subconscious mm-hmm. like control game. But yeah, if you spend your energy focusing on loving people I can see how that would Mm -hmm. just reset your brain at least for that day like it doesn't have to cure what you're anxious about specifically but at least it's like refocusing your mind and getting it back to where it should be Mm -hmm. um yeah that's really good I yeah and something too I think that is important that I learned really early in high school is I feel like people default to whether they're an extrovert or introvert on how they handle things. Where I, when I'm Mm -hmm. anxious, fill so much of my time with people that I'm completely ignoring my anxiety and then it catches up with me. Where I feel Mm -hmm. like you isolate isolate yourself so much where you're not talking Mm -hmm. to people about it. And we're so, which we're going to talk about this in the future, we're such on opposite spectrums of how we handle anxiety. We're opposite. I'm extrovert, you're introvert. We handle conflict differently. Everything Mm -hmm. 
So I feel like I, in high school, filled so much of my time with people to distract me that mm-hmm. I, my anxiety was just building and building and building and building. And that's an example of just coping. You're yeah. like, oh, well, I'll just take my mind off of it by doing this. And in the moment, it feels like, okay, I'm not, I'm not focused on my anxiety right now, but <clears> that's <throat> not actually doing anything right. to help you because eventually you're going to feel anxious mm-hmm. again. And it might be 10 times worse because mm-hmm. you've put it off yeah. of like talking about it or dealing with it. Yeah, I think there's a huge difference in coping and actually dealing with it. Because the goal isn't to not feel anxious in the moment. It's to not feel anxious in the future. Like, yeah, it's mm-hmm. a waste of time, I feel like, to just try and eliminate the stress you feel in the moment if it's going to keep happening later. Because mm-hmm. then... What's the point of putting energy into coping when you're not right. actually like eliminating it out of your life for mm-hmm. later? Or trying to at least teach yourself. Because I, I think I will probably struggle with anxiety my entire life. Like I think that will be something that I'm mm-hmm. always having to catch myself yeah. and work on. And I think there's some people who will... Yeah, I think some people could, like, work on their anxiety and then, like, they just don't really struggle with it again. I think I'm someone where it will always be a battle and Mm -hmm. I'll always have to be super careful about just how I handle life, how I, what I'm allowing my brain to focus on. Um, So I think, yeah, the goal should be how do I be a healthy a more healthy version of myself how can I handle this so that next time it maybe is a little easier Mm -hmm. or I'm not feeling as anxious for as long um yeah something weird that I've noticed about myself um and it's super weird because I've never ever ever been someone that's like superstitious or that thinks the world is giving me a sign or Mm -hmm. any, like I've never, that's just not, that's never been something that I like have believed in or like trust. But, um, I've noticed, I think subconsciously I've noticed that I'm almost afraid to admit that I'm anxious about something. Like this is more of like a, I mean, it's an actual, like, deep fear and struggle of mine, but it's more of, like, a superficial Mm -hmm. fear, not, like, a deep-in-my-soul fear, but I really am terrified of flying. I hate traveling on airplanes. I just, I hate it. I get super... where it affects, like, our trips. Like, you aren't excited for trips because you have to fly. I have panic attacks on airplanes. I, like, it's, it's been really... A struggle um and I've noticed I like have my routine my anxiety routine when I'm like at the airport um and I've noticed that I almost can't even like bring myself in the moment to say I'm anxious to fly on this airplane because in my head I'm like if I say it out loud somehow that's gonna make what I'm anxious about come true. Mm-hmm. Even though then when I like say that right now out loud, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm embarrassed that I'm 
even saying that. No, like I do the same thing. It like I don't want to be someone that just is superstitious. Mm-hmm. And that's not what I believe in, but I think subconsciously I think, oh well, I'll be I'll handle it better if I just like act like I'm not anxious or if I don't acknowledge it for what it is. So I think even like like earlier when you said I struggle with OCD, I think sometimes like the start is just saying it out mm-hmm. loud, like I'm struggling with this and name it. And then you can kind of like take the steps after that mm-hmm. to okay, now what? I'm anxious about this. Yeah, that's so a good point. how can I Yeah. I've noticed that and it's really, I'm trying to like figure that out in my head, but I think it's hard for me to admit or to like say it as it is because I feel just like another person saying it, Mm -hmm. which I struggle with because I feel like people don't take you seriously because everybody talks about it, which is why I'm kind of like anxious at the thought of talking about it right now because I don't want to just... I don't know. I think sometimes when I hear people say to me, and this isn't coming out of a judgmental mindset. Yeah. When I hear people say to me like, oh, I struggle with anxiety. Part of me is like, do you really? Because I feel every person on Instagram posts Mm -hmm. about it where it's just, it seems so oversaturated to me. I think, I think what it is for me too. And I'm sure every single person that listens to this and every single person that has felt anxious in the past would say this. I think when you're having a moment of feeling really anxious or struggling with anxiety, it feels so bad in the moment that it's like, oh, no one else could possibly understand how I feel. So in one case, I think when we see other people, I can feel almost more lighthearted, like, oh, they're posting about mental health. That it doesn't feel like, okay, but what's the raw, like, like, yeah, it seems actually so, like, get into level. it. But also, I think it's showing us that our culture is deeply struggling with this and is desperately trying to find the right answer yeah. of how to get help. I think because so many people are talking about it, it means that it's, it's a serious problem in our culture and mm-hmm. we're all trying to figure out how to best deal with it. And I think I need to hear, especially people who have more of a spotlight, mm-hmm. I think I need to hear less of like, yeah, I'm an anxious person or I struggle mm-hmm. with it, whatever it is. And more of like, let's be healthy. This is something that... I deal with mm-hmm. sometimes, maybe often, but I, it's not a part of like what, what people, like, I don't want this to just be the first thing you know about me. I don't. And you like, don't want it to define you either. No, I feel and like, I feel like that's where we're at right now mm-hmm. with people. And I wish more people were saying, Hey, like it's so like let's accept it if you're feeling this way let's accept it but we also need to be healthier for one Mm -hmm. the people around us and two ourselves Mm -hmm. i feel bad for mom and dj right now i do (laughs) and i know i haven't been healthy this week Mm -hmm. and i know it affects them Mm -hmm. and i feel like 
I'm not saying that I'm saying the right things, but I don't hear other people acknowledging that sometimes their anxiety is unhealthy. I, like, feel, I like, feel like I just hear people say that they mm-hmm. go on their walks and that's what they, and they just are anxious. Which like, obviously too, that could be very genuine to that person. I think it just, to me, it feels like everyone is just keeps saying the same things. Like, like no one gets like deep into like creating a new pattern of life to actually help you move forward mm-hmm. and instead of just like again instead of just coping right i don't so like what the difference is between the two inspired or encouraged to get a grip on my mental state necessarily when i like watch youtube videos and hear people talk about it i think it feels it makes me feel anxious to hear people talk about it because it's gonna like <laughs> suck me like it's gonna yeah. make me feel which I, people should talk about it, but I, I feel like there's not as much hope in the conversation of mental health. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know if I'm making sense. I hope I'm not coming off as like critical. No, I, just I feel think like I think that's I think having hope while talking about anxiety is a good way to a good way to put it because I think I think too anxiety can feel hopeless. Like oh well, I'm gonna be yeah, which we feeling this way my entire life, but really like. You won't be if we can figure out like healthy patterns and how to how to deal with our anxiety and why we're feeling anxious in mm-hmm. a healthy way. And I do think it's possible to experience anxiety, but also not letting it control your life. And I'd love, like, I know I still have moments where I let it control my life. And I, the goal for me with anxiety is that I'm able to feel anxious, but I'm able to quickly, like, Mm -hmm. move past it. Like, not ignoring it, but dealing with it, not letting it control me. And then I'm able to, like, move move past it way faster than where I'm at right now. Yeah, and I think that should be everybody's goal. And I don't think I hear that, so mm-hmm. it feels discouraging to me. Yeah. And I also think, too, that some people maybe feel left out if they don't struggle with it because mm. it's so... It's such a hot topic right now. Yeah, which, again, I'm grateful that it is welcomed. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine... I'd probably feel worse... If I didn't hear people talking about it, like I yeah, because then like you really imagine. would feel alone and feel like you're right. the only one. So I'm glad that we live in a world where most of most of the time, I don't want to say every time, but majority, it's accepted and understood, and there's mm-hmm. empathy behind it. But I also think there's some people who just don't have anxiety and that's perfectly okay like mom like mom i see mom anxious like she gets stressed and there's a difference and she'll feel like nervous about certain things but she's not an anxious person she She doesn't doesn't, struggle with yeah and we've asked her this before like mom do you struggle with anxiety because the three other people that live in your house (laughs) with you really struggle Uh with it and she just is someone that doesn't which i'm like why couldn't we get a little bit of More, like that? Uh, yes. <laughs> it's like DNA. Dad sh- has struggled with it in his life. 
I think moments he's struggled with it severely and now he still struggles with it, but he also deals with it in the second he feels it and can realize he has hope in his life and, and moves on. That's actually really interesting too, because I wouldn't ever, and I mean, obviously we know dad like super well, so I wouldn't ever have thought to describe him as someone that's anxious or Mm -hmm. that has ever struggled with anxiety and I think that's why too growing up when like mom and dad would give us advice especially him when he would you know give us his advice and tell us like this is what I've learned looking at him and like seeing the way he handles life I feel like it was hard for us to just like, yeah, dad. Okay, whatever. That's easy to say. Because now at this point in his life, he doesn't let anxiety control him. Mm -hmm. And so we never like visibly see that from Mm -hmm. him or we don't hear him talk about anxiety or like, oh, I'm really feeling anxious. And I think that's, I think that's because he has spent a lot more time practicing dealing with his anxiety in a healthy way which is why now we feel like he just doesn't know what it feels like to be anxious when he does he probably knows better than and so i'm also like that encourages me because maybe i'll be at that point by the time Mm -hmm. i'm his age i think it's like a healthy model of he deals with it but he like or he experiences it but he deals with it so it it doesn't you yeah you realize oh like once you get to know him really well you realize it's a part of him Mm -hmm. sometimes but it's not like it's the first thing you see and I feel like a lot of the time my first impression of people is their mental health state Mm -hmm. which sometimes I probably give that off too but (laughs) I'm like yeah (laughs) (laughs) no and I was thinking like I've definitely given that off today (laughs) like (laughs) everyone's been like Ken's are you okay (laughs) yeah and I I just think if you don't experience it it's okay and and don't and like come like tell us like how like help us yes (laughs) but also like don't try and find anxiety because you feel left out because it's also okay to not struggle Mm -hmm. and I think sometimes it's so talked about that it's I don't Again, I don't want to say it's a trend, but I, I'm i not saying a trend necessarily in a negative way. I think it's just a trend. It is. It's, it's just a cultural trend right now because I think I think there are very real reasons why our culture yeah, and generation and is anxious. Yeah, so not, but I... I don't think trend, like, oh, it's trendy to be no, anxious, but it's like a, it's a trend right now in our yeah. generation. And so I think... I don't know where I was going with that thought, but I don't think people should feel left out and like they have to, like they're, mm-hmm. they're labeling their anxiety once a year. If Everybody feels anxious at times and mm-hmm. I don't think, and, and even sad, and I don't think labeling, we should feel like we have to label something that we don't struggle with because it's being so heavily talked about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think there are definitely ways to talk about um, anxiety and our struggles in a way that 
is healthy, that's encouraging to other people. Um, yeah, and I think this conversation came out of just where we are. We both are right in now. the same place. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think, I think even though it's a topic that is so talked about, I think it's still really important to talk about it, and I think it's important to talk about the healthy ways of accepting it and dealing with it and trying to move past anxiety with the goal of being a healthier person. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I have another thought. Mm-hmm. I think too, it's easy. And I do this. I've done this with DJ and this is something that I think a lot of girlfriends do with their boyfriends but um, even just with friends in general I think we expect the people in our lives to call it out in us because we don't want it's a way of expecting love from people to just like where we pull back so that we can feel like oh they're chasing me Mm, mm -hmm. and I don't think that is beneficial for the people trying to support you either. Well, I've done that where DJ's like, <laughs> I'm even embarrassed to say this. No, it's okay. Because it's like, I know other girls do it, but like, come on. Like, mm-hmm. I, like, ugh, young regs dating. Like, this makes me mad that I would do this. He would ask, like, are you okay? I can tell something's off. And I'd say, yeah. <laughs> I'm okay. Are you sure? Yeah. And then I'm pissed off at him because I'm like... You didn't ask enough questions. <laughs> yeah, like you didn't give me enough love. You should have like picked up the phone and called me. I think we and- want the like romance that we see in movies. Like he like comes running in the rain to your door and he's like, I know something's wrong like and I'm going to stay here until you tell me. But in real life... The boy people- doesn't have energy to do that. Yeah, in real life people are like... Okay, she's clearly not ready to talk about it. I'm just going to give her space. Because yes. that's just reality with most situations. Right. If your boyfriend comes running to you in the rain, like, that's amazing. Amazing. Like, good for you. <laughs> I don't <laughs> think that's most. <laughs> and I don't think you should expect him to do that either. And that was an expectation I had, not even just for DJ, but for the people around me where I'm like, mom should just, like, bake me cookies and tell me how much she loves me and like basically like chase me because Mm -hmm. I'm self-isolating or whatever. I don't think that's healthy. I've done, like I did it to DJ probably up until last year. Like I'm even embarrassed to say that. And I mean, I took him like sitting me down and saying, this is like, I can't, Yeah. this is not helpful for me. It takes his energy so then he has none left to actually encourage me once I do spill all the beans. Like, <laughs> So I feel like we need to just say what's on our mind. Find someone that you trust, though, too. Like, that is such an important thing. Like, yeah. I know I... That's, like, a very big thing for me. Like, there's not too many people that I actually, like, deeply trust. Mm-hmm. So... Don't just, like, if you really are struggling with anxiety, find someone that you really trust that can actually be supportive. 
Right. Don't just tell because your coworker all your drama and all your life. If what you're looking for is actual like, like support, like find someone that you really value their opinion and someone that you really trust and feel loved from mm-hmm. because I think too having the right person supporting you will also help make you deal with it yeah. in a healthier way because I've found that to be true for me. And, and that's a way too, like you know your true friends if they can support you. Mm-hmm. You should also support them when mm-hmm. they're in a moment of need. Like it shouldn't yeah. be, it should be a two way street where you love each other through it. Mm-hmm. And, but there also too is a healthy balance of if you're dumping and dumping and dumping on that person, they're going to burn out. And I think there's a healthy balance of trying to pick yourself up a little bit and Mm -hmm. also leaning into the people that love you and are and checking in on your friends too, just like randomly, like with no ulterior motive, like just texting them, like, Mm -hmm. "Hey, I just was thinking about you today. I hope you're having a good day." Just to show how are love. you doing? Like I think too yeah. that can that can go a long way with people, even though it seems so simple. I think when I'm feeling anxious or when I'm like feeling depressed, sometimes I'm just like, wow, a text like that right now would just like it wouldn't fix everything. It just would really like mm-hmm. help sure. me. So. Yeah, I'm sure we'll talk about this a lot, too. Um, We're just dipping our toes in all these topics. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well. Um, Bad news. We are out of town this weekend. We have some crazy flight times that are probably going to send us to our grave. (laughs) Um, So I don't want to say we won't for sure have a podcast, but it's we probably won't at least early in the week we might be able to squeak one out later next week maybe but this would be a good time to if you follow us on instagram maybe we'll do like a fun q a like you guys can ask us any question about any topic it can be serious it can be lighthearted about our life ice cream flavors yeah like anything ask us questions i'll post um i'll post an instagram story question box um, where you guys can ask questions, and that would be a fun, a fun episode. Because we've had a couple more serious episodes, so maybe the we'll next do like one. a fun, lighthearted, get to know us a little bit more. Um, and I've thought about too making one of those like anonymous question. Hmm. I think it's a separate thing, but everyone posts it on Instagram. But I think it's a separate link. But I wouldn't know. But that would be kind of <laughs> cool too. But. Yeah, if you don't already, follow us on Instagram, no nonsense pod, and subscribe. Is it called subscribing? I think technically like, you like save us, it. Save yeah. us on Spotify and Apple and Podcasts. Tell us what you think. We want to know. We, we want know. feedback. We want feedback. We want your opinions on the topics we talk about. If it resonates, if it's not helpful. If, it, if you're like, I don't even understand what you guys are talking about at all. Like, we want to know those things, so tell Please. us. Um, and also rate us 
yes. on whatever app you listen to us on. Even if it's one star, rating us oh, will no. help us grow. It won't. Your one star won't. No, the one star <laughs> won't. But be be like, we're not asking like, oh, go give us a five star no, rating. No, but like, like, if you feel like we're five stars, go give us that five stars. <laughs> Yeah, give us a five star. <laughs> if you feel like we're a one star, maybe just choose to be nice today. <laughs> oh, okay. man. We're going to watch Twilight and yeah. eat cookies. <laughs> uh, have a good week, everybody. Peace out. <laughs>